Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Decibel Geek Podcast with Aaron Camaro and Chris Sinzak. All right, we're back and we're still celebrating Christmas in July. This is the Decibel Geek Podcast. Welcome back. I am Aaron Camaro, joined as always by Chris Sinzak. And man, what a Christmas in July it's been so far. It has been a lot of fun and uh, Christmas in July goes beyond our show i actually just watched kiss play a whole concert last night on the internet it was crazy yeah it's it's great how the rest of the world is coincided they've lined themselves up with the decibel geek podcast because what we're doing here is so important <laughs> yeah well and i i will i will give credit where it's due i've been a, as cr- critical of the uh, current lineup as anybody but what i saw last night man i was impressed but paul stanley's voice sounded better it's not all the way back it probably never will be but it's definitely much improved over the last few times I've seen them. Um, the band played fine. Eric was on fire. Tommy was great. Gene was great. His voice sounded awesome. And the stage show, man, what a stage show. Yeah, right. man. I'm glad to hear that the KISS fans out there that are buying these tickets are going home well satisfied. And KISS is showing a whole new generation of why they are the hottest band in the world. Yeah, it was, you know, like I said, I'll give credit where it's due. It was good. I, I really enjoyed it. And I think it's great that, it, like I said, it all coincides with Christmas in July. It's it's beautiful the way this, the stars align like that sometimes. Yeah, and it's it's also Kiss's fault that I'm as tired as I am today because when I turned it on, I was like, okay, I've got a shit ton of audio I've got to <laughs> cut up for this next episode, and I'll just watch a couple of I'll watch the first two or three songs. Yeah, sure. Next thing I know, I'm watching the entire show because <laughs> they were playing so well. And I was like, I'm not turning this off. It's That's too good. good. That's awesome. I'm so glad to hear that. So it was a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, uh, a lot of good response on our interview with Ken Barr. And uh, people cool seem to really he? enjoy that. Yeah, great stories. You know? Yeah. I can't wait to have him back on to hear the rest of the story. Yeah, we want to uh, talk to him about his time with Alice Cooper and Stone Temple Pilots. And yeah, really, really good discussion. We thank Ken for coming on the show. 
Uh, before we get into today's list, and if you've already seen the artwork, it is art. We're going to pick our top ten favorite Kiss guitar solos. Yeah, this is an episode that's going to leave blisters on your fingers. Yeah, and, uh, and it'll probably definitely spark some discussion. Oh, some, most definitely. Some, some arguments even. But uh, before we get into that, we want to get into this week's Geeks of the Week. These are the people that shared last week's episode on Facebook and retweeted it on Twitter. This week's Geeks of the Week are Todd Cunningham, Ben Mitchell, Joe, Joey Vanchieri, Nice. Joseph C.M. Belly, David Alpazar, Derek Novak, Cal Hens, Matt Severson of the Paperback Rocker Podcast, Lee Maslin of Audio Junkies Podcast, Joe Lascon, Andrew Jacobs, Reese Lett, Holland Exciter, Justin Hayes, Paul Stamm, James Brendan Dunn, I Am Hoops, Brent Walter, Chris Karam, JTB's Groovy Record Room, Darren Parkin, and Tony Espinufano, Jeff Ludman, Viking Girl, Music Mags and Wax, and Billy Hardaway. Nice. You and say Paul Stam. I thought you were about to say Paul, Paul Stanley. Stanley. It's like, no. oh, he did it again? That's yeah, awesome. I think the one time is going to be it for him. <laughs> but, uh, and as I say every week, if you, uh, if, if you got left off and I missed you, please let me know, and I'll read your name off next week. It's not an exact science of how I get all these, but I do the best I can. That's cool. And earlier in the week, I got to do an interview and be a part of a show called uh, the To, to Be Determined Show, which is on the Beyond wrestling uh, network and I hadn't got to talk wrestling in quite a while but we end up really talking a lot about the decibel geek and rock and roll music and I want to thank those guys Enoch Tessarian Fast Eddie and Clyde for having me on the show and if you're tuning in for the first time because you found out about it through the to be determined show welcome aboard just in time do you tell Fast Eddie, you really liked his work with Fastway. I did. Yeah. I thought it was great. <laughs> He's now in the wrestling biz. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so the, as I said, this week we're going to do our top ten favorite uh, Kiss guitar. So we, we're kind of breaking it up a little bit differently. Right, because, I mean, I'm, I'm a little confused here on how we're doing this because when we're talking about the top, you know, Kiss guitar solos, we're, we're talking about Ace Frehley, right? Well, I that's mean, we, you. We're, oh, so what, I just kind of assumed that you were going to pick all Bruce Kulick and Vinnie Vincent, so... Well, there's there's 40 that, years of music to go yeah. through. And um, as anyone who's new to the show, if you're not new to the show, then you know already Aaron is a massive Ace Fraley fan. So it made sense to let Aaron handle the Ace Fraley portion of this. Right. So Aaron picked his top 10 Ace Fraley solos for Kiss, and I picked basically everyone else and did a top 10. So you're right. kind of getting two shows in two one. Two shows in one this week. So it's it's interesting. We, we really pack it in during yeah. Christmas in July. We get as much out of this month as we can. And it was not easy picking these. I mean, no. I, I, I was wringing my hands a number of times going, damn, I don't want to put, I don't want to leave this one out and put this one in. Right. And then, so there was a lot, of, you know, I know you had a hard time with Sure, it, I just so. picked, I just changed one of my last picks, what, like a half an hour ago? Yeah, and I had one I was on the fence about, and I finally, you know, slotted it in I think I'm, last I night. think I'm going to have to change a couple of these around again before we get started. Oh, God, don't do that. I don't want to cut up more audio. No. In five minutes after the show's over, I'm going to be like, no, that's all wrong. Yeah. But we'll see how it goes. We'll see how the listeners line it up with what we picked here today. So you're representing... Everybody else, everybody and else. I've got the Space Ace. Yeah, and I've got something from uh, everybody else that's been in the band. So um, that's good. Yeah. So we're covering the gamut. Yeah, and um, who's going first? Um, I guess I can go first. Okay. Well, what's the what's your number ten Ace Frehley guitar solo? The number ten Ace Frehley guitar solo on my list comes back from 1974, way back towards the beginning, and as many great solos was on this album, and I've got at least one more coming up off this album coming up a little bit later on but so many great ones on hotter than hell and it's so hard to pick but i've got to go with this one here's a little taste for you i know you're going to agree this belongs at least in the top 10 on this list and it's ace fraley with kiss of course with strange ways (laughs) 
Heck yeah, you can't go wrong with that solo, The Spaceman from 1974, off Hotter Than Hell, Strange Ways. I heard that he came up with the sound for that solo because he had basically did his own kind of cheap engineering job of building an amp where he, he wired up some speakers inside of a cardboard box. Nice. So it was like, this was well before the Desmond Child era started with right. Kiss, where everything was perfect and shiny and polished. Sure. And Ace is like, hey, Curly. There's a cardboard box. I wonder what it sounded like with some speakers in there. So, good old Ace. Nice. You got to love that early stuff, you know, and it's so inventive. And we're going to see a lot of that through my list, and I'm, I'm sure yours too. So, I guess, yeah. you know, if I've got the Ace Fraley covered, I'm, I'm curious to see what your list is going to be. Yeah, and on my list, um, I'm, you know, I'm purely looking at solos. Some of these songs, I'm not even really a fan of the song. Yeah. I mean, I, if it's a Kiss song, I like it in some sure. way. But some of these songs are not nearly my favorite songs of theirs, but some of them have just solos that, you know, truly stand out. And um, what better way to start than with uh, the guy filling Ace's shoes these days, Tommy Thayer. Yeah. This is my, th- yeah, this is my lone Tommy Thayer pick on the list. Really? He's done some good stuff. but He squeaked I, in at number 10, I eh? think I'm mostly a Bruce and Vinny guy, but um, so there's so, and they had such a wealth of material, especially Bruce, to choose from. Right. I could have easily done 10 Bruce ones. Um, sure. But, uh this one sticks out, and you know everybody says Tommy tries to sound like Ace. Well, you know what's wrong with that? You right, know, I yeah. mean, it, it's the Kiss is still trying to. You know, they did they put Monster out in 2012, and you know they were going for a classic sounding album. And then would you expect him to be doing a lot of hammer ons and tapping for no. that? No, you do what suits the song. Right. And this is like I said, this isn't even my favorite song on Monster, but the solo on it rips pretty good, and it has that Ace sound to it. This is Tommy Thayer with Last Chance. I dig that one. I do, too. I like it a lot. I, I like Tommy Thayer's guitar playing, but yeah. then again, I'm a big Ace Frehley fan. I mean, that sounds kind of like an Ace 70 solo with modern production. It sure does, right. but, you know, you got to understand that Tommy Thayer was a big Ace Frehley fan way before he ever got the gig with Kiss. Ace was the, the guy that made him want to pick a guitar off. Right, and you listen to some of them old black and blue you'll solos, hear you'll hear that same sound in there. So, yeah. you know, it's an influence, you know, and people want to... You can't call a guy an imposter because he's, you know, influenced by somebody. No, I mean, so. it's, it's, it's honestly like, you know, as bad of a movie as Rockstar was, it was a, it, it was endearing to see a fan get the job that he always wanted. Right, and sure. And this is a hat playing out in real life, you know? Right. I mean, uh, which one of us that were our KISS fans wouldn't take that job and, and totally embrace it like he does? Well, I know I wouldn't get it because I can't play as good as Tommy Thayer. I don't know that I'd clean Gene's gutters, but I would enjoy <laughs> the job. <laughs> so, just I relax. I did books, no yeah. doubt. Yeah. <laughs> Great video editor, too. Yeah. I'll give him that. Okay, so what do you got for number nine? All right, this one kind of comes out of left field, and I don't think a lot of people would expect this one to be on a top 10 Ace Fraley Kiss guitar solos list, but I had to include it because it's such a unique song 
for Kiss, and it's such a unique solo for Ace Frehley. And again, this one comes back from the early days off of Dress to Kill in 1975. You may not have expected this one to be on the list, but after you hear it, I think you're going to remember it and say, oh yeah, that is an awesome Space Ace solo right there. So here's a little taste for you right here on the Decibel Geek Podcast. This is Kiss with Lover All I Can. Maybe not the most popular Kiss song, but man, what a solo out of that one. One of his best solos. Absolutely. So we actually have a a Wicked Lester song on the list. Yeah, technically we do. Good thing Ace is on, otherwise I I don't think it would have made the list. I don't know. Ronnie Lee Jack or Steve Cornell, maybe. Maybe. But yeah, and I added the uh, the little outro part, because that's too good not to include, too. Right, for sure. Great playing by Ace on that song. Hell yeah. Um, Good trout playing. All right, so I've got uh, <laughs> my uh, number nine, and, and talk about one that some people wouldn't expect to be on the list. Those of you that know this show and know me know that Crazy Nights holds a special place in my heart, and I'm a big fan of the 80s-style guitar playing, and I thought Bruce was right up in the highest parts of the league, in my opinion. Absolutely. I mean, he did some killer stuff and on this, Crazy Nights. Yeah, this album in particular is some of his better work, and um, as we talked to Toby Wright you know, about his work on that album, he's like, well... Bruce was the one we had to worry about the least because all you got to do is just hit record and within one or two takes, he's going to nail it because so, yeah. he's a consummate professional. And there's a lot of good solos on this album. You know, the, the title track has got a great solo. Third on the Night has a great solo. Mm-hmm. My Way has a great solo. Nothing else, but it has a great solo. Um, <laughs> it's got one redeeming factor yeah. in that song, but and this, it's Bruce. This song is one of Gene's songs. I think Gene's songs on this album have actually aged better than most of Paul's. I think so. And uh, this is my... By far my favorite solo on the whole album. This is Bruce Kulick on Hell or High Water. Yeah, short, sweet, and blistering. I love the ending with the, the doubling up with the chords. And yeah. The dum, ba dum, ba dum, boom. It's badass. Yeah. That's a, that's a solo with some attitude. You know, people say Bruce got his balls going finally in Revenge album. There's a lot of balls to that solo. In yeah, my for sure. I know he's doing flashy stuff, but there's a little there's a, some real grit to that solo. That was par for the course back then, but yeah, for sure. A lot of them songs on Crazy Nights are kind of you know known for being kind of pop songs, but yeah. Bruce Kulick had that anchor firmly in the rock yeah. and roll There's with, some attitude with that guitar that. work, yeah. for sure. All right, so number eight. All right, so I'm up to number eight on my best of Ace Fraley guitar solos, and uh, I've got one here. 
And this one, you know, this is Kiss at their peak. You know, this is when they're they're coming out of a live, you know, and they're coming back and they've got this amazing new album and everybody's rushing out to buy it. And if you're not playing cards, you're you've got this album, you know, you're not missing getting this one for for playing you're some poker playing or anything. Cards. But here's a song that growing up, you know, I always thought, man, this is a strange Kiss song. It really seems out of place with the rest of the album. But, you know, it's still a at its core, it's still a great song, and it's so catchy. And one thing I always loved about it is the way the guitar solo just fit perfectly in it. So here's a taste for you from Destroyer. Oh, yeah, you've known this one. You've heard it. It's Sweet Pain. Yeah. That is not Ace Frehley. That's Dick Wagner. Oh. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, you know, there is the other version with Ace Frehley, but, you know, listening to him not back to back, <laughs> side to side, I got to give it to Dick Wagner every time on that yeah. one. And we, we we set that up as a goof, folks. Don't, right. don't cancel it's, your subscription I know, yet. I know. It's two, what the fuck it's is two, <laughs> It's 2014, and Aaron Camaro still hasn't figured it out. No, you know, no, we talked to Dick Wagner. But about everybody that, that everybody that's a Kiss fan has to remember back to a time listening to that oh, when yeah. they had no idea it was Ace Frehley. But so, now, in yeah. retrospect, listening back to it, yeah, you can tell it's not him. If you're an Ace Frehley connoisseur, you can tell it's not him. And as a matter of fact, you know, as hard as this was to put these lists together, yeah, you know, I've only got one song from Destroyer on my list. Oh. And that is Dick Wagner with Sweet Pain. Yeah. So Dick Wagner, I know you're out there, you know, and you've just got done going through your, your heart surgery. Yeah, and so, get well, man. you know, we're we're cheering for you, man. We we got some big plans coming yes, up in the do. future with Dick Wagner. He's coming back to the Decibel he Geek podcast. Definitely is, yeah. And I can't wait. Yeah, we're excited. Dick um, Wagner gets a spot on my Ace Fraley list. I always thought Sweet Pain would have worked well as an Alice Cooper song too. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it definitely has that would've. sound. Yeah. yeah. It would have fit right in on like Welcome to My Nightmare. Or Imagine Dick Ghost Wagner and Alice Cooper getting together and doing a cover of that. I I'd love to hear yes. it. How cool would that, that would be? That would be awesome. Wow. But, yeah, it's good playing on that song. Whether yeah, you know, love So it, it doesn't have to be Ace Frehley. But um, as you heard in the beginning, we had a little clip of Larger Than Life in there, too, and that's Bob Kulik. So, yeah, you know, Which sure. he deserves props on that solo. Larger Than Life solo. is awesome It's a great solo. song. The whole song is awesome. Okay, so we've got my number eight, and uh, this will be my lone Mark St. John pick on the list. Oh, Mark St. John only gets one, too. Huh? Yeah. Um, he did some good stuff, as you heard in the intro. I played a little bit of his uh, "Thrills in the Night" solo, which is an yeah. awesome solo. But this one, and you I can never forget the intro to the the album. You know that guitar player on the intro to "Animalize." Yeah, well, and that's the uh, the song I picked. Oh, for the solo. nice. Well, that worked out. Yeah, you know, <laughs> hey, uh, Eric Eric Carr also contributed to this song, but um, I don't know. I just love how over the top this solo is, and it's just everything that was cool about Mark St. John. Yeah, this is a little bit of "I've Had Enough" into the fire.
angry bee. My hands swelled up just listening to that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah, that's uh, that, I mean, uh, I love. I it cracks me up how Paul and Gene like to rewrite history now and say, well, yeah, he played everything too fast, and and you know we needed somebody that played like Jeff Beck and Jimmy Page. Bullshit. They no. wanted an Eddie Van Halen shredder, and that's what they got that's with Mark St. John. You know, there's no doubt about it. You listen to any solo off that Analyze album, yeah. that guy stands right up with all the shredders of the day that was so popular. Well, yeah, and they they go to Grover Jackson to get to find a shredding guitar you don't go to grover jackson and say give me a jeff beck right yeah he, he's not going to find no. you the next jimmy page right so i mean they he's got he's going to bring you the next marty friedman or right. the next jason becker you right. know or the next mark, mark st john yeah they they got what they wanted that it didn't work i think it was more of a personality clash than anything else that caused mark you know and the arthritic condition didn't help right but you know it just it was one of those things where you know, the guy had all the chops in the world, but it just when he got involved overall, maybe live with the band, he just wasn't the right fit. And Bruce, you know, was just right there and he fit in perfectly. Yeah. And I think I listen to Animalize sometimes and I, I it takes me back to a story, you know, the famous story that everybody talks about, about Eddie Van Halen possibly joining Kiss at one time. And I look at Animalize and I think that's what it would have sounded like. Would have been yeah, something along well, those lines. Although it probably would have been more melodic. Yeah, maybe was, a little more melodic. But as far as yeah, as far as you know, talented shredding that Eddie Van Halen was doing, I guess if you would have came in in '84 around yeah. that time, it might have been more well, like Mark St. John. Can you imagine Kiss doing Jump? Oh my goodness! With the keyboards, Paul Stanley can jump pretty high. Yeah, or used to be able to. Although Paul did rip off Ross' wardrobe at that time too. Yeah, he sure did. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I don't want to be called a basher, sorry. Okay, uh, so you, we're on to number seven. All right, number seven for me on the Ace Fraley best of solos, guitar solos. I'm going to go with this one, and this is a Kiss classic. And, you know, I ran into a guy a while back that was trying to compare Kiss to the Red Hot Chili Peppers, and he was a Chili Peppers fan. I was a Kiss fan, and he kind of, you know how they do? You know how those guys do, the U2 fans and the Chili Pepper fans and guys like that? They kind of talk condescendingly to you when you're a kiss fan you know and, yeah. and he said to me you know look at all these great you know meaningful songs that the red hot chili peppers got and he's listening while them they off wear a sock on their cock and then he says and, <laughs> and what it what is your band got calling dr love and i say yeah you want to yeah you want to <laughs> you want to test the power of calling dr love we'll just listen to the ace fraley guitar solo in it I just don't get that out of the Red Hot that's Chili a, Peppers. That's you're only going to get that out of some old school Kiss. That's a monster of a solo. Yeah, it is. I love that one. I love when he you know, he started playing around with some effects, and that's got a flanger going on that one. Right, giving it that you know that really down and dirty growl on the right. beginning of the solo. I always thought Ace's best stuff came from when Eddie Kramer was involved. Totally, yeah. totally. And you can you know you listen to Ace really talk about that, and he's talked about it in several he interviews. Brought the best out in him. Where yeah, that was his guy, you know, because he was a Hendrix guy, right? And Ace was a Hendrix Hendrix guy, you know, so he knew, you know, he, he probably went in with the same game plan he went in with Hendrix. You're an awesome, talented guitar player. You're creative as hell. You're coming out with all these new sounds, these new ways of playing. I'm just going to let you do your thing, and I'm just going to hit record right. and hit record and say, try this, now hit record. 
you know, what better could Ace ever ask for than a guy just say, you know what, just be Ace Fraley, and I'm going to record it. Yeah. Okay, so I've got my number seven, and uh, talk about a Kiss classic, Music from the Elder. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, the, the, the greatest it, album of all time. Uh, <laughs> it's it's no secret I'm not a fan of this album. I there's been times over the years where I've done everything I can to convince myself that it's a good record. But, there's gems. Uh, there's a couple of gems, but overall it's just not what they should have been doing at the time. And record sales prove that. I, I give them credit for being bold and creative, and it, yeah. it's gotten me a few good songs on my iPod. You're not Pink Floyd, though. You You're know? not Pink Floyd. You're Kiss, for crying out loud. But the solo on World Without Heroes is pretty darn good, and it's not an Ace solo, even though Ace was the lead player at the time. But this was uh, when Ace was really on his w- way out of the band and was not really cooperating with what they were wanting to do. And Paul Stanley really stepped up to the plate, and uh, I think he knocked it out of the park with this one. This is World Without Heroes. <laughs> Man, I freaking love that. It's a great solo. I love it. You know, it's it's not like a Mark St. John kind of a thing or nothing. It's not even like an Ace Frehley kind it's of a, a thing. It's a Jimmy Page-ish type But, thing. yeah, it's very Page-ish yeah. and very, man, if you're a Kiss fan, you hear that song. It may not be your favorite song in the world, but you're you're air guitaring it for that. Yeah, you're, that's a... You're, you're making the faces and everything. You're you're bending backwards <laughs> and really strutting it out. I, remember, I know it. I remember seeing the video for the first time, and... First, I hear the song and I'm like, "What is this?" And I'm like, "This is nothing like, you know, God of Thunder or right. whatnot." And then all of a sudden, the solo part comes up and I see that it's Paul playing the solo, and I'm like, "It's like Bizarro World or something." Right? Yeah. And you then, expect for the camera to pan back and Ace is sitting behind the amps with cards out and with a bunch of guys. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm on now, Curly? Oh he's, shit! He's playing cards with the boy. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, and then Gene cries at the end of the video, so it's like one of those like. Weird. Too much, too soon type of thing. Kiss went yeah. way too far over the limit on that one. You got some good guitar work out of yeah, it. Yeah, it does. Love that one. So uh, we're on to number six. All right, number six. So let's see. We've been jumping around a little bit with my Ace Freely list because I'm just, you know, this is my personal preference, and I this I really, I really stressed over this hard, man. This was very difficult for me. But I'm going to go ahead and call my number six pick Parasite because, man, it's, I think, it's just one of them solos that, you know, you listen back to it and just say, man, you know, Ace Frehley could just wail on that guitar. You don't believe me? Check it out for yourself. From, oh man, amazing album. So much, like I said, this is my, my second pick off of Hotter Than Hell from 1974. It's Ace Frehley. Here's a solo you're going to love, Parasite. <laughs>
that's raw energy. Yeah, how yeah. can you not include that on a top ten Ace Frehley guitar solo? That one list? would have been higher on my list if yeah. I was picking Ace Frehley. That's one of the best ones I think he's ever done. It gets tough, man. Yeah. It gets tough, and we're we're teetering on number six right now. I know you got number six, and then we're coming back for the top five. And yeah. man, you know, as much fun as it was, you know, doing the research for this, because what am I doing? Sitting around listening to Ace Frehley guitar solos all day. Fantastic. <laughs> I'll take it. But then I got to whittle them down and pick out my favorites and put them in some kind of order. Yeah. It, insane. Yeah. Well, Aaron first sent me his picks. He sent me like twenty five picks, and I was like, <laughs> "We can't do this." I was like, "The show will be three hours long." It was a shot so. in the dark. It's like you know, this is as far as I can whittle it down. Well, I can't it whittle down it down to, no further than this. Then it went to fifteen, and I was <laughs> I like, "Try it again." I said, you know, fifteen. I was trying to compromise. And I was like, "I'm gonna just gonna do 10 And you're like, "Okay, uh, fine." <laughs> so, um, but no, this spurs on discussion. I know people are gonna are, that are gonna tell us what their favorites are and uh, how crazy we are for certain picks that we right. have. But uh, that's what makes this fun so we're gonna go into the break and then we'll come back with the top five but my number six pick uh i never thought rick derringer would make one of my top guitar solo picks for kiss but it, yeah. but he has and it's a strange story behind which it's speculation about why he was brought in for this solo because lick it up was the album this came off of Vinny has eight co-writes on this album yeah so you know it would stand played to, everything else it, didn't he pretty much yeah it stands to reason that he would be the guy on this but this is the opening track on the album I remember and, this story. And the rumor is that Vinny wanted to do his, you know, typical shredderific thing and go nuts on it. And I guess Paul and Gene were looking for something a little more controlled to open the album. I guess or, they didn't want to maybe, overwhelm people. Or maybe someone a little more controlled. Yeah, and I, yeah. some people <laughs> think this may have been them trying to put Vinny in his place. Right, of, that's you know, the way I always heard You are it. not he an was... equal, and we are going to replace you on the first track of the album. Right. So it's possible. There was a lot of sniping going on back and forth between Vinny and the guys. You are grounded on top of that. But, man, for a guy that wrote Rock and Roll Hoochie Coo, he sure does do a great job on this solo. Yeah, he does. As we're going to go into the break, this is Rick Derringer playing for Kiss with Exciter. as well as your ears check out decibel geek on instagram go to instagram.com slash decibel geek and see for yourself take your support of the show to the next level head over to decibelgeek.com and click on the amazon link the next time you go shopping a percentage of your purchase goes back into supporting the show not shopping click on the donate button and tip your djs
throw another log in the fireplace. It's Christmas in July. And we're back for more right here on the Decibel Geek Podcast as we celebrate Christmas in July and take a look back at the greatest, no, the hottest guitar solos in the world as we look back at 40 years of Kiss guitar solos. Gotta love it. Yeah, and that was a little thing that Aaron actually put together about uh, some of the scariest sounding yeah, solos you know, that Ace we, ever did. We talk about some of the experimental stuff that Ace was doing back then, you know, with the help of the engineers and the producers of the albums. And, you know, you, I always like... You know, those Gene Simmons scary songs, you know, the, his signature songs, the ones he's known for, and how scary the guitar solos are on those. Yeah. Then the, how much it adds to it. Uh, the, scary. The, the Mr. Blackwell solo is like the, it's, I think it's the only Kiss solo where you'll actually hear a conga drum in the middle of the solo. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's uh, music from the elder for you. Sorry for that sound interference. I had to turn the... Um, Air conditioner off. And if you hear noise in the background, just pretend we're at the diner at the Detroit Rock City intro. Right, for so sure. My wife's making dinner. Smells good. Yeah. All Sorry. right, so we're, we're, up to, we're up to the top five right now, and I don't know if we've broken any hearts or made anybody mad yet, but we still each got five picks to go. Yeah. So am I up next? Yeah, you're up next. Okay. So as difficult as this was to put this all together and to listen to all the Ace Frehley solos, and we agreed no solo stuff. Nothing off the live albums, right. just studio magic right here today. So, you know, I think if we would have included the uh, live albums, this one may have been my number one. Yeah. But since we're doing studio, and we are in the top five, so that's that's not t- taking nothing away from this solo. No. And as I've come to realize, the closer we get to the end here, especially on my list with Ace Frehley, the more Ace Frehley saved the best solos for himself. Yeah. His own songs. And here's a testament to that. This is awesome. You know, probably Ace Frehley's number one most notable song, the one everybody knows him for the most, from 1977's Love Gun, right here on the Decibel Geek Podcast. You gotta love this ripping solo. It's Ace Frehley with Shock Me.
this is where I might get in a little bit of trouble because uh, I know a lot of Ace Frehley fans would have probably picked that one number, number one. one. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's another testament to uh, the magic between him and Eddie Kramer. Yeah, like, most know, definitely. He also produced Love Gun, and that's, I don't know, that's just, that's a... One thing that's great about certain guitar solos is they ha- they can tell a story in and of themselves. That right. that solo has a beginning, a middle, and an end. And, and I and I challenge how many listeners were out there not playing air guitar just now. Yeah, you have to. Well, do- unless you're driving, don't do that. Right. Yeah, driving. no air guitar if you're driving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, so that was you know that's pretty much Ace's signature song in Kiss. And it's just number five. Yeah. So my number five is it's a Bruce Kulick solo, but I would not call it his signature solo. And this is a song that, I mean, completely flies under the radar. Because it's off Carnival of Souls, which, you know, a very divisive album, just like The Elder for Kiss fans. Um, so much great Bruce Kula guitar work on that yeah, whole thing. I mean, the album, in my opinion, was more Bruce's baby than anyone else's. Yeah, most definitely, as he, we found out when we talked to him. He had a lot of creative input into this album. And um, this is a case where it's a pretty good Gene song. It's not the best song on the album, but... Um, Bruce's solo just shines on this song. Out of this world, awesome! It's a, it's one of the. I think it's one of the. Well, I said it's my number five Kiss solo of all time. Um, that means something. Yeah, to make the top five. This solo really, really stands out, and I love it. This is Bruce Kulick with "Seduction of the Innocent." I love it. That's a it's a really cool solo. I just that some, that some may of his be best work. you know, and a lot of people disagree with me, but I really, really do like Carnival of Souls. I do you know? too. And I've made that point many a times that you know this was the heavy metal Kiss album to me. A lot of people yeah. want to put it off as like the grunge album, but it's I disagree. Not it's it's taking the heaviest songs off Revenge and going totally in that direction. Well, and you know, some people say it's the it's a grunge Kiss album because they could hear the Alice in Chains influence, but. I never really considered Alice in Chains a grunge band to begin with. I always thought they were more right. of a hard rock. They were maybe alternative, but but more of a hard rock band at heart than anything else. Right. Yeah, for sure. So, Most definitely. And they did go after Toby Wright because he had worked with Alice in Chains. So, I mean, right. there's, and so he was yeah. able to convey that that sound. You know, you yeah. look at like an Unholy or, or, you know, some of those heavier songs off Revenge and, you know, say, let's take this just a little bit darker and a little bit heavier. And that's what you get on Carnival of Souls. And like you said, you know, with, with Paul and Gene at that time being kind of distracted by the possibility of the reunion thing, you know, that yeah. that's looming at that Their time. Their head was not there. That yeah. gives Bruce Kulick and Eric Singer, you know, free run at the studio just to come up with some killer heavy, heavy stuff. Fumble. That falls on the ground and makes loud noises. My wife was so amazed by that solo that she dropped a ladder on the floor. But, um, yeah, so it's I love podcasting. You won't get this in a radio studio. Right. But um, Love Carnival of Souls. Yeah, it's Kudos a- to Bruce Kulick for his work on that album. So, yeah, that's my number five. You're on to number four now. All right, so we're, we're getting down to it. We're into the thick of it. 
And uh, up next for me, for number four on my greatest Ace Fraley guitar solos in KISS, I go to 1979. And 1979 was kind of a strange time for a band like KISS. You know, they're, they're coming out of their peak, you know, where they were, they were the biggest band in the world. And now they're kind of, you know, just on the downswing of that. You know, and of course, Peter Chris not available for this album. You got Anton Fig, and he's doing whatever you tell him, and he's doing it well. Oh, he's great on you this know? album. And Gene Simmons, he's kind of there, kind of not. Paul Stanley, he's checking out different realms of, you know, getting into the disco type stuff. But is and they always refer to Dynasty as the disco album. Kisco. But you listen to some of the guitar work on that. Well, Ace's songs were not disco. No, Ace Frehley, <laughs> you know, and you learn this as being fans of Kiss, you know, you hear the stories in, you know, when it's Dynasty time, it's let's experiment with this. Ace is like, no, let's rock and roll. Right. You know, you get to unmask. Well, let's let's try a little bit of a poppier sound. Ace is like, no, we're going to rock. We're going to write about know, Torpedo Girls. Right. You know, so even those songs on, you know, there's some great <laughs> solos on Unmasked. None of them made my top 10, yeah. but there's some good ones I'm not on a fan there. Of that album. And, uh, you know, even Dynasty. You know, and, and uh, music from the elder. It's like Ace is always hanging on. He's got one he foot wants to firmly rock. planted in the rock. Yeah, and, roll. and it's not getting his ten-inch heels not getting pulled out of it. No way. So when it comes to I thought it was a seven-inch leather. Oh yeah, you're giving him way inch. too much credit. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> this is Ace. His was a little longer than the rest, right? Unless he's drinking whiskey. <laughs> So we go to 1979 with this one, and it is absolutely one of my favorite Ace Frehley solos of all time. That's why it lands on number four on my list from the album Dynasty. It's not all disco. You also get this, Save Your Love. Freaking awesome, man. That might be my favorite A solo. Try to dance to that, would you? <laughs> well, enough drugs will cause you to dance anything. <laughs> it was the late 70s, after all. <laughs> Peruvian marching powder does yeah, great things. Right. But um Ace yeah. Frehley's fingers dancing all over that one. That's uh that's an awesome solo. I and mean, it's and he's really creative on that one. Yeah, on the whole album, really, yeah. you know, because like you said, they're going in that weird direction, but Ace Frehley is firmly rooted in yeah, rock and roll and would, he's not straying from it. Yeah, I always thought between from the solo album through Unmasked was some of his best work that he's ever done. Yeah, yeah. I think so, because he was probably more adamant about well, you know getting his point of view across and, at those yeah, times. And I think Gene and Paul, they couldn't help but be impressed with his solo album. Right. So I think they were like, well, geez, we're, we need to let him have a little bit more reign on the songwriting process. Yeah. And then Gene's, of course, I'm hanging out with, well, hanging out putting it kindly, Diana Ross at the time, so go ahead and write a couple of songs. I'll write sure. about X-Ray Eyes. Right, yeah. So, what, two songs on that album uh, from Gene? Yeah, Gene was checked Weird. out at that album for a while, although I do love Charisma. Yeah, I think Charisma. That's a, uh, Even X-Ray, X-ray Eyes is, is pretty cool, too. too. Yeah, it's 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 a, he's, he's, a good solo on that song. Yeah, there is. Charisma's got a cool solo. It's yeah. atmospheric. Yeah, very. So, um, okay, so I'm on to my next pick, 
and this was the one that got slotted in at the last minute. I, I, just, I was like, I want to find something a little outside the box. And this was also kind of the one where most of these came very quickly to me. I knew which ones I was going to pick right yeah. on. Yeah. Like Seduction of the Innocent always has been one of my favorite, uh, most underrated Kiss solos. Yeah. Um, World Without Heroes is great. Well, this next next one definitely is a little out of left field. But then when I when it finally clicked in my head last night, I was like, why did I not automatically think of this? Because you don't automatically think of this. But it, it it's one of Bruce's best pieces of music. Yeah. And I'm talking about a uh, song off of Hot in the Shade. Of course, I'm talking about Read My Body. <laughs> no. Relax, don't turn it off. I'm that was the kidding. only good thing about that song. <sighs> but no, I'm talking about Forever. And uh, just a beautiful piece of music that Bruce laid down to tape here. It is. It's some absolutely it's gorgeous beautiful. guitar playing. Yeah. Lovely. And a lot of people danced to that at their weddings from I'm the sure 90s they did. on. Yeah. All the cool people. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the only great thing Michael Bolton ever did. Well, next to Blackjack. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm Black really Jack talking a lot good. of trash in this episode, aren't I? Why? Yeah, I don't know. I'm just in a mood today. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. Yikes. The coffee isn't working. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He's getting all aggressive over there. I know. So that's number four. And I know some people are screaming right now. You haven't picked so and so, right? But just we hang still on. we still got our top three coming up, you yeah. know. So we're still moving right we along. Got one more, and then we're going to go to break. Okay, so. so I'm coming up with this is and again, you know, there's so many songs, so many great solos that Ace Frehley has laid down over the years, and so difficult it was to put this list together. But this was one that I just you can't do it without this song, and it goes back to the very beginning, you know. And this showed where Ace Frehley was headed. You know, and this showed how much, even in the very beginning, how much the rest of the band really thought of Ace Frehley, just to let him wail out on this song. And this is, without a doubt, a signature song that has been played live pretty much every just tour about. they've ever done because it's an amazing song. It's the cornerstone of Kiss. And it's, it is the cornerstone, cornerstone of Kiss. Cornerstone spelled with a K. <laughs> of course, obviously. That goes without saying. Can I do a little sidetrack real quick? Okay. I, had a, uh, I have an old Kiss fanzine from the 90s that's sitting in our van, and... Uh-huh. Uh, my wife was looking at it, and she was she couldn't help but notice that any time that something started with a C, that whoever put the magazine together would always use a K through the whole and thing. She's like, "Why the fuck do they have to use a K for everything <laughs> on this magazine?" That's just the way it is, you know. That's the, yeah. Gene Simmons owns the dollar sign, and he also owns the, the letter, letter K, K. <laughs> <laughs> which is both these things are brought. This episode is brought to you by the dollar sign and, and the, the letter, letter K. K. My mom's name's Kathy. I guess she's gonna get sued. Oh no. So, um, but yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're right, the cornerstone with a K right here on the Decibel Geek Podcast. Check out this ripping solo. It's not just a solo. It takes over the whole entire end of the song from all the way back at the beginning. 1974, self-titled debut. This is Ace Frehley tearing it up on Deuce.
amazing. And then the next thing said was, okay, Bob Kulik, you can leave now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I Although, mean, that's that's amazing. That's what that solo is what cinched him having the job in the band. It is. Is that yeah. how that works? Yeah, yeah. They came and they were jamming out Deuce and they said, we're going to play a verse and then you're going to play another verse and go to go to town. And they said he basically just played every lick that he knew and was nice. good enough. And they were like, yep, that's our guy. Those are all good licks right there. God, imagine being in the room for that. Wow. One red and one orange sneaker. That's awesome. So, yeah, I'm surprised that could have been easily number one. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's that's how it goes when you're counting down the top 10 Ace Fraley songs, you know, solos, I should say. So you've got one more coming up. We're going to take yeah. a break. So we are in the top three. So we're getting freaking serious right now. And now the moment many of our listeners have been waiting for. Okay. A Vinnie Vincent solo. Of course. Yeah. You've got to have some Vinnie Vincent in, in this. I know people are already screaming because I did a Rick Derringer solo on a Vinnie Vincent <laughs> album. So I've got to play a Vinnie solo in How here. dare you sacrifice that spot to Rick Derringer. I know. And there's a lot of there's a lot of good Vinnie solos, but this one really, probably really... some pissed off Tommy Thayer fans too, I would guess. I played something. He squeaked in at the top ten. Sorry. At, uh, sorry, Bruce owned the non-ace period in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, he did. But Vinny, Vinny had some great contributions as well. And um, and like I said, I, I went to this for the solo, not picking favorites or anything. I right. just found the best ones that I thought were the best. Yeah, because Love Her All I Can is definitely not one of my That's top ten favorite song, Kiss songs. But it's an awesome solo. But it made my top ten favorite Ace solos. And this is not a great Kiss song in my opinion either. It's it's a it's a funny song, but it's not definitely not one of the best solos, but not one of the best songs they've ever done. Of course, you know it from our um, clip that we sometimes play on the uh, breaks. Yeah. But uh, this is the solo that comes right after that clip. Um, this is Vinnie Vincent off Lick It Up and uh, just going wild. This is Fits Like a Glove. And now it's time for the Gene Simmons Miracle Screw-Up of the Week. Podcast getting snowblind in the middle of summer. It's Christmas in July on the Decibel Geek Podcast. Want to be a member of the Decibel Geek Army? You slimy scumbag, get on your face and give me 25. Join us on our fan page at facebook.com slash decibelgeek.
right, we're back in the final stretch right here on the Decibel Geek Podcast as we celebrate Kissmas in July by taking a look back at 40 years of kick-ass guitar solos from all the members of KISS and some that weren't technically members and yeah. some that were members and then not members and then became members again for two songs right two three songs yeah they're coming out of the break with a couple of ace fraley solos from psycho circus the couple and of ace uh solos. the only ones off psycho circus and amazing as those are they didn't make my top 10 but you know a lot of talk about how ace and peter just couldn't do it you know they just couldn't do it in the studio but from the sounds of that ace fraley was doing okay yeah i there oh god we could do a whole show about all the stories behind that <laughs> episode 256 yeah. why we why we hate psycho circus my least favorite album in the catalog yeah you know and it sucks because there are a couple of good songs and even that one even you wanted the best not the best kiss song but what a great solo oh yeah the solo is good yeah. they should have let him do more guitar playing on that i mean yeah i don't this, lame yeah lawyers and all that shit right so, yeah at least we got two maybe two and a half songs with ace Frehley on guitar yeah <laughs> Although Tommy did an admirable job on the, on, yeah, the, on the album. Sure. It's just, I don't know. Too many, too many, we're awesome and our fans are the greatest songs, right. in my opinion. It's a great sentiment, but we don't need 10 songs. Right. Cause so. we, but we, you got to relate with that because we're awesome and we have the greatest fans in the world. And the greatest fans in the world want more Decibel Geek. They want more in-depth stuff. You go to YouTube right now and you're going to find all kinds of amazing stuff. We're, we're stepping yeah. into the world of YouTube and yeah. making a hell of a footprint. Yeah, we're doing um, enhanced versions of the episode, of past episodes that, that are memorable to us and that are fan favorites. And um, the one that just went up this week is the uh, Eric Carr discussion we had with Loretta Caravello and... Lots of cool, uh, you know, added images and stuff to look at while you listen to that one. And, you know, it's we're getting more subscribers on there. Go on there and hit subscribe. And then you can hit the, where you'll see the word YouTube on our Facebook fan page at facebook.com slash decibelgeek. And you can just click right there and go right to the page. Heck yeah. And if we get enough people going to the YouTube page, it might inspire Chris and I to actually get up out of the studio and go take a video camera down to concerts and stuff like that and, and do more YouTube stuff. Yes. Where you can see our beautiful smiling faces all the time right there on the YouTube beautiful <laughs> anytime you want yeah we'll be there for you and numbers will drop drastically <laughs> <laughs> and that was the day the show got canceled from itunes yeah, what they look like that <laughs> oh. like i didn't even know itunes could cancel shows but apparently we got canceled yeah, some people don't know i'm really vinnie vincent <laughs> Shh, keep that yeah. down this is what i've been doing all these years yeah things have really gotten tough <laughs> <laughs> oh come on it yeah. ain't that bad no it's fun but, uh, okay, so that pretty much brings us up to where we're at right now, and we've been counting them down. And I guess let's take a quick look back at where, where, have, where how we've gotten to this point. <laughs> yeah, we're down to the top two now. So, so far for me, on the Ace Frehley countdown of top solos, at number 10, I had Strange Ways. At number 9, Love Her All I Can. At number 8, Sweet Pain. Turns out it was Dick Wagner, but who cares? He's awesome. He's still cool. He can make my list anytime. At number 7, the solo from Calling Dr. Love. Number 6, Parasite. Number five, Shock Me. You can't do it without that one. Number four, Save Your Love from Dynasty. Number three, Deuce off the self-titled debut. And that's that's where I'm at right now. Okay, for me, my number 10, Last Chance by Tommy off Monster. Hell or High one. Water off Crazy Nights. Uh, number eight, I've Had Enough Into the Fire from Mark St. John. Number seven, Paul Stanley with A World Without Heroes from The Elder. Number six, Rick Derringer with Exciter from Lick It Up. <laughs> number five, Bruce Kulick with Seduction of the Innocent from Carnival of Souls. 
Number four, Forever, Bruce Kulick from Hot in the Shade. And number three, Vinnie Vincent with Fits Like a Glove from Lick It Up. So far, so good. I think I I agree with a lot of your picks, you know. and, I, and I, With yours, too. Yeah, so I think we're doing pretty good. Of course, there's going to be some debate, and we, we couldn't pick them all. We really wanted to. I mean, we could do 10 weeks of this. Yeah, we want to hear from all of you guys. Go on the Facebook fan page and let us know what your top 10 are. Yeah, because here's where it's going to get really controversial because we are down to our final two picks and the two greatest between Ace Fraley and everybody else. Yeah, see if you can pick which two Ace Fraley solos Aaron's going to pick. See if you can pick which two non-Ace solos that I'm going to pick. All right, stop for a moment. Think about it. And see if you're right. Think about it. You ready? You got yours? Yeah. Okay, you ready? Okay, here we go. My number two pick on the greatest Ace Fraley Kiss guitar solos comes from an album we talked about a little bit earlier, not anybody's favorite Kiss album. Well, there might be one or two people out there that, no, probably not. Not anybody's favorite Kiss album, but again, this was some stuff towards the end of Ace Frehley's run with Kiss the first time around, and a chance for him to really shine. You know, he's coming out of the solo album. The guy's feeling good about himself, you know. Coming out of that solo album was, like, the best thing that Ace Frehley could have done because within Kiss, it gave him a whole new confidence. Right. You know, letting him sing Shock Me and play that awesome solo, that was the worst thing Paul Stanley and Gene Simmons could have ever done. I was going to say, they probably regret they, that he They had unleashed the space bear they at that a, moment. They created a monster. Yeah, they did. You say, no, Tom Whoa. Snyder unleashed the space bear. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we all knew you were talented, but you weren't supposed to know how talented you were. Right. So this one comes, it's number two on my list, the second best Ace Frehley studio solo album. You're going to hear it right here on the Decibel Geek Podcast. It's my opinion, maybe not yours, but you can't deny it. From 1981, Music from the Elder, here's some Ace Frehley tearing it up on Dark Light. That's all I could say. First time I heard that, wow. That's as close as he ever got to shredding. I was just going to say, you know, Ace Frehley, we talked about Vinnie Vincent, we talked about Bruce Kulick and Mark St. John. Ace Frehley can shred, too. That's a, that's a shredding guitar solo right there. That's one of the, the lone bright spots, in my opinion, in my opinion, on Music from the Elder. There's some people that love Music from the Elder. I don't know who they are. I've never met oh, any I've of these. Oh, I've talked to plenty I've of fans. I've never met any of these, these people you're talking about. But there are some really good guitar solos you, on, you know, to look at the solo on the Oath. That's a great yeah. guitar song right there. and You know, so amazing stuff from Ace Fraley right there. Dark Light from The Elder. That's number two on my list. You can't deny it. That's an amazing solo. All right, so time for my number two. And uh, my number two is another Bruce one. And I know some people would consider that some people would consider this the best non-Ace solo of all of Kiss's songs, and there's a definite argument for that. It didn't quite make number one. I've it's got hard my for own me to say, but I definitely put this right up there. Yeah, it's a uh, it's an incredible solo, and you know, Kiss's big comeback, Revenge, 1980, 1992, 
And, um, you know, when they got out of the hairband stuff, which there's plenty of good stuff in that era, too, in my opinion. But, uh, yeah, Bruce just wails on this solo. And Vinnie Vincent even tried to steal credit from Bruce on this solo. In Not interviews. happening. And Bruce is like, um, this is fuck, totally no, I wrote that solo. You totally may have helped Bruce write the song, Kulik. but I wrote the solo. Totally Bruce Kulick, all Bruce Kulick. So if you haven't heard by now, this is Bruce shredding it up on Unholy. That's a great solo. That was a time when Kiss really, really needed Bruce Kulick to bring it, and boy he did. did he ever! And I think, and Ezra and I, from what I hear, really pushed him on that album. Yeah, he's like, "You're not pushed gonna, him in the right you're direction. You're not going to do what you normally do. You're going to change it up. We're going to get heavy." And you know, Bruce has described how difficult it was in being in the studio with Ezra because he won't accept a half-ass solo. He will right. make you work for it. And um, well, that, that works. One, it that works. one came out good. And it works, you know, better. That type of direction works better with some people than with others. Like with Ace. I don't think Ezrin got the best stuff he could have gotten out of Ace. No, because he pissed him off. He, he pushed, pushed him, him and bully him and piss him off. Ace and then Ace better, says, that's it, I'm out of here, yeah. I'm going to go drink a beer. Well, Eddie Kramer is more of, we're going to make the environment conducive right. for you to be creative. To the artist, yeah. Ezrin, it's like, we're on a timetable, I have to get this done now, you're going to do it, you're going to do it right. Right. With Bruce, is more of a technician and more of a more of a workhorse. So, Bruce, sure. like... Bruce worked well under pressure, and he did on that. Yeah, album. you can tell. You can tell from the times and the stuff yeah. that he came out with. You know, right. the only time I think he ever had any time to really sit back and and truly come up with some stuff on his very own was Carnival of right. Souls, which but, he had some great stuff, which there too. some amazing stuff there. But you know, all them albums before, when you're under pressure like that, yeah. And pretty much everybody since Ace Frehley has been under pressure, yeah. You well, know, yeah. to come out with some great stuff, yeah. and they've all pretty well delivered, but. You, you just can't beat Bruce Kulick. Yeah. You know, this is this has almost become the Ace Frehley versus Bruce yeah, Kulick show. Well, yeah, and, <laughs> and we'll get to my number one in a minute. But uh, so that's my number two. So if, if you did, if you thought I was going to pick Unholy, try to imagine what I might have picked for number one here. Yeah. So that brings us to the big number one. We can't afford a drummer or a drum roll. So we're just going to go ahead and get right to it. Um my number one, and I don't know if anybody's going to agree with this. I don't know how you can disagree with it because I think I've really taken my time to go through these solos and pick out the top 10 best ones from Ace Frehley over the years in KISS. And here's one that came out in 1977. It was the... So if you had the vinyl, you remember you open it up and there was four, two albums in there, four sides, and the, the final side on KISS Live 2 was the studio tracks, the brand new stuff from KISS at that time. And, you know, you find out in years later that Ace Frehley only played on one song out of those handful of the last tracks on yeah. Kiss Alive 2. Bob Kulick handled the other ones. Bob Kulick did an amazing job on those other songs, but Ace Frehley delivered the best guitar solo of his in-Kiss career, in my humble opinion. Disagree with me if you think you can, but here's the proof right here. It's in the pudding right here on the Decibel Geek Podcast. Coming in at, coming in at number one on my Ace Frehley Kiss guitar solos list, Top 10, here's number one, Rocket Ride. Come on, 
There you have it. it number is. one on my list, the guitar solo that leads to the solo albums. Yep. There you have it. Rocket Ride from Kiss Alive 2. One of the only uh, solos he employed the use of a wah-wah pedal. And it sounds so good. It's cool. I yeah. love it. I love the effect on that and the sound. I just love all these solos that I've played today off yeah. the Ace Freely Top 10. And, you know, in like I said, in five minutes this list could totally change, but yeah. I love them all. Well, and hopefully the next few weeks it's definitely going to change. Hopefully there's some really memorable yeah. stuff on the upcoming album. And I'm grateful that we didn't include solo albums on this. Otherwise, I'd have been totally That's screwed. That's true. Yeah. That would have helped you. But it would have screwed me. Yeah, I. Well, it wouldn't have hurt of, you. I'd be playing a lot of Vinny stuff, probably. Yeah, but, yeah, oh, but yeah, totally. I love his solo stuff, but um, yeah. So that's, I mean, that's a pretty good pick for number one. I, I think I may have picked Save Your Love. I think you think there's so? something special about that song. I mean, Dark Light is really good too. There's like they're all good. Though. All ten of these songs that I picked, you could interchange them all anywhere. I think because they're all really good. And actually, you know, one that some fans don't like, but I love is the. Um, See You in Your Dreams from Rock and Roll Over. Yeah, that's got a really good solo, too. I love too. that one. And uh, All the Way was one that was really close. Yeah. And, of course, um, Escape from the Island. But, damn, that whole song is a guitar solo, right. so I couldn't really pick that. We're just doing clips. And uh, Let Me Go Rock and Roll. What, that's, oh, yeah. that's another one where the whole song is basically an ace for the guitar solo with words and drums. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it kind of is. Yeah, um, yeah. So there's just a lot of there's a lot of stuff to pick from. You know, did I do it wrong? Go ahead and let us know at the yeah. uh, Decibel Geek sla- uh, Facebook slash Decibel Geek. Yeah, and all right. So I've got my number one to pick. This and, ought to um, be good. Let's see what you got. So yeah, you know it's hard to, to put these in order, but um, this one, as I said, I like a solo that tells a story that kind of has a beginning, a middle, and the end. And when uh, this is another Bruce Kulick, so yes, I only had one Vinny solo on here, so I know the Vinny fans are going to crucify. I'm me shocked. Over this. Shot. But yeah, but Bruce wrote some really incredible solos. And this one, um, I remember hearing the story that Bruce said in the Behind the Mask book that when Paul Stanley was right, Paul Stanley wrote this song by himself. And when he came to Bruce about the solo, Bruce was expecting four bars, eight bars to play over, like a typical Kiss solo. Mm-hmm. And then Paul goes, No, I'm giving you an entire verse section to play a solo. And Bruce is like, I have to take advantage of this. This was his first full album with the band. Yeah. And man, talk about making an impression. I think this is one of the best kiss guitar solos of all, including Aces. And it's just a it's and I think it's one of Bruce's favorite solos too, right up there with Unholy. So I think I'm in a good company in picking this as my number one. And, uh, well, we want to say a couple things before we head out. And just I guess, yeah, before we wrap it up, of course, we got to let you know our home base is www.decibelgeek.com. We got a donation this last yes, week. Yes, we did. Gregory Holy Muse, shit. thank you so much for the donation. We really appreciate it. It's, it's to a good cause. You know, we don't go out there and, and spend it on hookers and alcohol. We actually put it towards the, the bills. <laughs> oh, God, you're yeah, that's what I was like, I'm saying we don't to, do that. Way to say that's that in front of the wife. Yeah. We do, that we totally don't do that. <laughs> These are so not the droids so you're, you're looking for. Yeah, your five dollars is well placed. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> if, if yeah, if you want to donate anything, awesome. anything you can, we appreciate it. Go Every to little bit helps. It, it absolutely does. We are working stiffs, and we do the best we can. So um, right. Yeah, all your support helps. Also, go to iTunes, leave a show review. That helps us a lot. Yeah, if you're going to Amazon, planning on buying some Kiss albums, you think, wow, man, those guitar solos on on uh, Music from the Elder were really damn good. I yeah, need to go back and re- revisit that. You know, you want to get Carnival of Souls and check out the awesome stuff Bruce Kulick was doing. Check out the Vinnie Vincent. Check out the the Rick Derringer. You know, let's take the time to thank everybody, all, all the guitar players that were involved in Kiss over the years that have brought forth all this amazing music. You know, Gene and Paul are always the forefront of the band, yeah. but 
underlying of that is always the guitar. The yep. guitar is what makes Kiss sound the way it does and the way it has and all it, these years. But give the lead guitar players that they've had have given it the band such a varied history. Absolutely. So, so if you want to check out any of these artists, you go to Amazon, but you do it through the link. Go to www.decibelgeek.com. Click on the Amazon link. Whatever music you buy, you're not going to pay a penny more for it than what you normally would. Not just but music. Yet, yeah, not music. Buy instruments. Buy Ace Frehley autographed guitars. Buy, you know, Vinnie Vincent stuff. It's available out there. Get yourself some Mark St. John stuff, you know, and, and just go kiss crazy. It's Kissmas in July, so yep. you you owe it to yourself to buy a, yourself some kiss stuff on Amazon. We've had a lot of people buy through our Amazon link this past month, and we want to thank all of you for that. Someday we might sit down and look at what was bought on Amazon need to do that. by our yeah. listeners and then do a show based on that. Some interesting choices, too. We'll have so, to go over that. You know, so when you're thinking about that, say, hey, if I buy something on Amazon through the website, you know, I might get included on an upcoming show. Yeah, we'll call it you and ask you It doesn't give us the names. Okay. It just gives us the products. And let oh, me okay, tell you, cool. Some of you people are sick. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. That's awesome. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, time for my last pick, and uh, we got to get the hell out of here. So we got one more week of Kiss Us in July. You're going to love a good one so far. You're going to love next week's episode. And uh, here we go. My top number one non-ace Fraley Kiss guitar solo. Bruce Kulick from Asylum with Tears Are Falling, and we'll see you next week. See you. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.